Welcome back to the Incredibly Mediocre Podcast. And today, we are reading from the Ask Reddit subreddit. The Ask Reddit subreddit. Yeah, that's right. The Ask Reddit subreddit, where they pose the question, What are your darkest secrets? Now, this thread is, I shit you not, 15,000 comments long. A lot of comments. I actually recommend you go to this thread and you just you look through this crazy roller coaster of people confessing everything from like incest to not accepting terms and conditions, like really stupid stuff. Like it's a wild ride. And some of it's really funny, some of it's really sh shocking, and some of it's it's pretty sad. You know, actually, uh, for the sad ones, surprisingly, there's a lot of support on Reddit. Like a lot of people just giving really good feedback, really good comments, supporting people who are confessing like really, really dark secrets. Um, but you know, for this one, I kind of cherry picked, you know, the less traumatic ones, you know, the, the more shockingly funny ones. So, uh, you know, w without any more context than that, let's just jump right into it. Let's jump right into this, this fucking crazy mess of people confessing the darkest secrets they have. This next post is from Summer Nothingness. I had a former coworker who was a total cunt to me. She straight up bullied me at work. Twice I walked into a room and she was actually talking shit about me by name. A few months after quitting that job, I looked up a revenge prank site and had a box of cow shit mailed to her at our former workplace. According to other people still working there, she threw an ugly crying tantrum the day she opened the package and was coddled by upper management. Oh, sweet, sweet vengeance. I didn't tell my live-in partner about what I'd done. He would have been livid and scared the feds would show up. I was worried about getting in trouble for the whole prank thing, so I covered my ass. I purchased a gift card using cash at a random store and used a throwaway email account to purchase the prank. And I also attached a note that read, thank you for being such a nice person, smiley face. Good job OP, she shit on you so you shit on her right back. Well, cow shit. This next post is from Afrabi. Summer camp. I was like 13, 14 years old. Seven days, no poop. In the middle of the eighth night, I wake up because I'm about to explode. I don't reach the bathroom on time, so I pooped almost everywhere while running. I reached the bathroom and then I washed myself up and then just went back to my tent to sleep. The next day, everyone thought an animal like a bear or a deer had entered the campsite and just shit everywhere. No one ever found out that that bear was me. Well, OP, it sounds like you really shit the bear. Get it? Like, like bed? You shit the, the, you shit the bed? You, okay, yeah, I get it. This next post is from Doom Cough. My maternal grandmother, who recently died, murdered at least one of her husbands for his money, and possibly more, because she had several who had died under let's say, mysterious circumstances. She was never convicted, but the dude died from a rare earth metal poisoning that developed from years of eating tainted food. 
She cooked almost every single meal that he ate during the time. Notably, she didn't get poisoned herself. This next post is from Purposely Distracted. Distant cousin on my husband's side widowed five times. Each one died in a situation she could have never been responsible for. One from an offshore oil platform explosion, another from an industrial accident at a refinery, another in a rental car accident four states away, a fall from a construction site, a heart attack from a long existing issues before they even married. We asked her if she was ever going to marry again. She said, the best thing I can do for the male population is to not ever marry again. Damn OP, that bitch is like cursed or something. Or, plot twist, M. Night Shyamalan plot twist, she had them all assassinated. Can't trust these hoes. No. This next post is from Crimson Eclipse 18. Okay, so back when I was like 18, someone posted a suicide note on my Facebook page. My parents rushed back home and I explained that someone probably just decided to post a fucked up prank on my account since I had forgotten to log out at an internet cafe. The thing is, while the suicide note prank really did happen and I had nothing to do with it, I was actually going to commit suicide that day. This is because at the time I had already dropped out of two nice colleges and I was already having like severe depression and I just never attended my classes. And you know what? I was doing the same thing in my current one at the time. I never thought about leaving a note or anything since I had no shit left to say. You know, I was just going to hang myself. My parents arrived before I could even start preparing. So that prank actually inadvertently saved my life. OP, that is like some divine intervention if I've ever fucking seen it. That is a crazy coincidence. You are meant to be alive. Keep on going, bro. This next post is from Neil too. Not exactly dark, but I'm pretty sure my son isn't biologically mine. You see, there was a lot of doubt about the date of conception, and there was multiple people his mother cheated on me with. But after months of being promised he was mine, I just foolishly accepted it, or I told myself anyway. Cut to him being three months old, and she decides that she's scared of him and can't even look after him. He's now seven years old, and he never sees his mom. She's vanished and doesn't even check in with him. He's my son, no matter what anyone could tell me as far as I'm concerned. At this point, you know what? I've raised him, and I've loved him unconditionally for the past seven years, and I will continue to do so for the rest of my life. And if I'm honest, I'm also really scared to get a DNA test more than anything for the fear that if I found out that he isn't mine, I wouldn't love him or, or look at him the same way anymore. I don't think that I would ever do that personally, but you just never know how a highly emotional situation is going to make you react or, or feel sometimes. This next post is from Dr. Yu420. My mother is an angel of death. By that, I mean in two separate cases, She's poisoned our family dogs to death, and when her father was in the late stage of his cancer, she purposely overdosed him with an enormous dose of morphine to end his life. My grandfather is the only one she's admitted this to. And as terrifying as that is, it gets worse. She spent several years working in a retirement home as a nurse. 
she eventually was exited from that job. Not fired, didn't quit, but was quietly, quietly exited from the residence. It goes without saying, we don't speak, and she is not allowed near anyone I care about. This next post is from Echo B Zero. I grew up in Maryland. When I was 16, me and my friends were driving home from a party. All of us were intoxicated, so we were driving back and we were trying to lay low. When suddenly, we came across an overturned Jeep and immediately pulled over, completely freaking out. Turns out the driver was crushed, but the passenger, he was still alive. He couldn't talk or anything, and he was struggling to breathe. My one friend pulled him from the vehicle, but then he just stopped breathing. He died right in front of us. At that point, we were all freaking the fuck out, debating whether or not to call the cops or even do anything because, again, we were all teenagers. Nobody wanted to get a DUI that night. So, we just went home. And as soon as we got back, my one friend took the fall and called the cops, told the police what happened, etc. Here's the worst part. The two people in the Jeep were the parents of some girl in my class. And I thought about that night for the rest of high school. So many things could have been done differently. This next post is from I'm a Scared Child. When I was a small child, my mother's friend Amy was babysitting. Amy had a son, and for whatever reason, he broke his brand new toy while I was there. When his mother found out, he blamed me and she believed him. She let all the other kids go outside into the pool while I had to stay inside and do the dishes. Well, I wasn't washing him the way she wanted me to. So you know what she did? She grabbed the back of my neck and shoved my face into the hot soapy water. Then she pulled me out and smacked me. So you know what I did later that night? I had to shower over at her house. So I pissed in her mouthwash and her hair conditioner while I was in the bathroom. <laughs> Still makes me smile to think that bitch is gargling my little boy piss. Well, OP, as they say, some revenge is best served in that bitch's mouthwash. I'm having trouble with my new sound effect. <laughs> this next post is from Glass Pick. When I was really young, like four or five, I had a night when I couldn't sleep. I remember hearing grunting and moaning coming from outside of my room somewhere. I didn't know what sex was at the time, so I buried myself in the covers and hid from the monster. Eventually, I fell asleep. I talked to my mom the next morning about the scary noises I heard. And she said, there was just a lion outside, don't worry about it. So, I spent the entire day being terrified the lion was going to attack me. And I'll be damned, it wasn't until 10 years later I put two and two together and just realized that was my parents having sex. Ugh. They have no idea that I remember that. Well, OP, it sounds like you weren't dealing with a lion or a monster. It was a monster. Yeah, yeah, all I got is dumb jokes today. I don't know. This next post is from Technical Error 6246. When I was 11, I set my grandparents' couch on fire with my grandpa's lighter. My cousin and her friend died from smoke inhalation. 
Now that was a dark secret. Terrible, terrible. R.I.P. But you know what? The, the, the comments are so funny. So it starts out by saying, surely this is the darkest secret here. And someone's like, not as dark as their lungs. And someone else is like, you didn't have to take it so far. And then the last person, they're like, enough seat to it that these puns end here. Nice. Nice. Now, those comments were fire. Like the fire, the cousin, and the friend died in. Right? Like that's... It's a, okay, no, that's messed up. But it's funny, right? Okay, I'm done. Stuff and Mix McGee. Canine. Res Q. Norman is an island. You're all going to hell for your comments. And I'll see you there. <laughs> this next post is from Ocean Heart X. I was in a deep relationship with a narcissistic abuser at 20. He was 28. He was killed in a huge freak accident. You know, initially I cried at his funeral and I struggled pretty hard after that. But once the brainwashing wore off and I came to my senses, I realized him dying was the best thing that could have happened to me. We both lived in a small town and I knew that if he were alive, I would have never have been able to enjoy my normal life. I sleep peacefully knowing he isn't stalking me or praying any new victims. I am so thankful for his passing, but everyone thinks that it was the most horrific thing that could have happened to me. Nobody knows the extent of my abuse. Well, OP, you know what? It sounds like the world is a better place without that piece of shit. This next post is from Endian Soldier. I've always been the black sheep of my family. My entire life, no matter what I do. It isn't funny to me. It's downright abusive. So, for the past couple years, I've been secretly taking courses, saving money, tying up loose ends. I have an escape plan with multiple contingency plans in case it doesn't work the way I want it to. Within the next couple of months, I'm buying a one-way plane ticket, throwing my cell phone away, and starting a brand new life. I'm disappearing from their lives forever. They have zero idea. They will cry and they will wonder why. I will not. I will know exactly why. I'm excited. This next post is from CubbiesFan95. When I was 16, I helped a 40-year-old woman have an affair. For starters, I managed to get a job at a fancy-ass restaurant in town, and the manager, the 40-year-old female, hired me on the spot. After about two months of casually flirting, she ended up texting me one night. The topic being mostly work-related, but she went on to say we had a great working relationship, and flirting with me was such fun. She said I made her feel young, and I was someone she could have, would have, pursued when she was 16. She stated that we could keep flirting as long as no one at work found out, or knew we were texting back and forth. I told her I was okay with that, and she asked me if I could keep more than one secret. Of course, I told her I could. She then proceeded to send me pictures of her in the shower and videos of her finger-blasting herself. I'm 16 and my dick is harder than a rock. 
She asked if I liked what I saw and obviously I told her exactly how my second brain was thinking. We sexted for about two weeks. <laughs> then one night at work, her and I were both closing the restaurant. I obviously knew this was her plan all along. There were a few servers left, a few kitchen staff, me, and then her. She texted me to meet her downstairs in the banquet room. So that's exactly what I did. She heard me coming down the stairs and sent me a second text telling me to meet her in the wine cellar. So I did that as well. The minute I walked in, she had her shirt off, tits out, and she went directly for my belt. Well, she sucked me off in the wine cellar. She continued to do this almost every night for weeks. She started scheduling me to close every night so that she could keep doing this. My parents asked me several times why the managing staff insisted on me closing, especially on school nights. I told them, you know what, I got extra pay and they never got wise. This eventually turned into her telling me her husband's work schedule and asking me to come over when he was out of the house or at work. Also, she had two kids. Her oldest son was a grade below me at a neighboring school. Finally, one afternoon, I gained enough courage to actually go to her house. Her husband was gone and her kids were out of the house, so she had both of us naked within the first five minutes. The first time we had sex, I asked her where she wanted me to bust my nut and she flat out told me, inside me. I told her I was worried and she said she would handle it, so not to worry. So I wasn't thinking of the possibilities at this point and I did exactly what she told me. I was 16, had only a few sexual experiences prior to this with other girls my age. And this is like every teenage boy's dream fantasy. I lasted all of about 30 seconds and then unleashed the biggest load of my life. She didn't think anything of it and loved every second. We had sex three more times within the hour and I never pulled out once. She finished having her way with me and basically told me to get out so she wouldn't get caught. She reaffirmed me. She wanted, needed to keep doing this. This affair went on for about two months as well as her still giving me a head in the wine cellar, as well as having some, but not a lot, of sex in the banquet hall or the wine cellar at the restaurant. One afternoon, she randomly texted me and simply told me she couldn't have sex with me anymore. She also quit her job as a manager at the restaurant the following day. About like 12 months go by without me hearing one word from her. And suddenly, she sends me a friend request on Facebook. Her profile picture was a picture of her, her husband, and a fairly newborn baby. She never confirmed it, but I feel like that was her way of saying, look at what we did and nobody knows. Surprisingly, her husband and I looked slightly similar, and I'm assuming he still hasn't caught on. I'm now 26, have a family of my own, and we me and the 40-year-old female, haven't spoken a word of this to anybody. We both kept it absolutely buried. Yes, I know I'm a piece of shit. I felt like this for a while. 
especially as I got older and realized how serious the matter truly was. However, now that I'm a grown man and have my head on straight, I would never cheat on my significant other and we have a beautiful, successful family at a very young age. But I will always wonder if that's my kid. Wow, that kid, <laughs> that kid's definitely yours, man. And that lady is one sick fuck. This next post is from a flock of lizards. I once got invited to a small party and one of the guests there was a pastor. And as I was walking by him, I accidentally smeared a piece of pizza across his back and he was wearing a nice button up shirt. Somehow he didn't feel it and I just walked away. And for like 20 minutes, nobody noticed until someone was like, hey, you got pizza on your back. And then there was like a mini investigation on how it got there. And I just sat there quietly pretending I was not the pizza smearer. I should also mention, I was at least 23 when this happened, maybe older. OP, you're going to hell with the rest of us. It's okay, it's, it's where all the cool kids are going. This next post is from No One Cares About My Name. I was locked in a four-foot wooden box every day at daycare. As a two to three-year-old kid, maybe, I went to a babysitter. Mom dropped me off, went to work, came back to pick me up. Sounds normal enough. But one day, my mom came to pick me up early, when the babysitter was asleep. One of the other kids took my mom to where I was. She found me locked in a 4 by 4 wooden box. I was kept there every day, but was always taken out prior to my mom getting there to pick me up. My mom called the cops immediately, and the lady was arrested and went to jail. What is weird to me... I can still remember the door on the box. I remember the moon and the star-shaped cutouts on it. This next post is from Arctic Darkness. My grandpa, deceased, tied a rope around the family dog and fucked it when my mom was a young girl. The dog died the same day. By the way, she witnessed this event. That's how I know. OP, I know... Me and the other commenters, we're going to hell, right? But your grandpa? Oh, I bet he's in super hell. And I hope he's getting fucked by a bunch of dogs. This next post is from licking your mom's anus? Jesus, OP, what the fuck is wrong with you? I went to my girlfriend's, now wife's, parents' house for Thanksgiving one year. She started introducing me to her family and I instantly recognized her sister as a long-term sex buddy from college. We stopped hooking up after we had to terminate an accidental pregnancy. First moment we were able to sidebar, we decided it was best to say nothing. And for nearly 15 years now, we haven't. Jamdev down in the comments says, guess the username licking your sister's anus was taken and then actually someone named Licking Your Sister's Anus commented saying, Yep, yes it was. This next post is from Raylix02. When I was a child, around four to six years old, I used to pick my nose and wipe boogers on the back of my dresser and under the coffee table. 
not thinking anyone would find them. <laughs> Man, was I wrong. I got quite the ass whooping for that. I was traumatized for my parents' reactions and never did it again. I'm glad I escaped with an arm intact. This next post is from Zappa Bappa. My grandma's brother, Henricus Alexander Theodorus Legrand, was a Dutch SS officer. When the family was evacuated from the Netherlands, my grandma even met Hitler at the age of 12. She, along with a bunch of other girls, all received shoes from Hitler himself. Her father and Henry were the Nazi sympathizers. After the war had ended, Henry fled the Netherlands, falsified his documents and his past, and went to work as a renowned potter in Australia, getting married, having children, and in 1969, he was appointed an MBE for service of arts. My grandma was the only person alive who could testify against him. But after indirectly being the cause of death of her younger sister, her mother, and due to the wounds of infection her older brother, she never wanted to hear or have anything to do with him anymore. And Henry, well, he died as a normal citizen in 78. And his pottery is still on display to this day. Filthy Nazi. If I had money, I'd buy his entire collection and smash it to oblivion. Don't worry, OP. Your, uh, your grandma's brother? He's getting fucked by a bunch of dogs in hell. This next post is from Jimmy to the Moon. When I was 15 years old, I started having sex with my best friend's mom. She was married. Not exactly sure how it first started, but it went on for about two years. She would give me money and buy me and my friend tobacco and alcohol. She was definitely in love with me. And when I decided to end it, she ended up getting my initials with a teardrop tattoo on her inner thigh. You know, like that area by the bikini line. That's kind of fucked up. You know, in the moment, it was cool as hell. Every male teenager's dream. But looking back, she would treat me better than her own children. And her actions were controlling and jealousy was obnoxious when I would hang out with other girls my age. Damn, this thread's like full of kid fuckers, Nazi fuckers, dog fuckers. All y'all going to super hell. You need Jesus. All y'all need Jesus. This next post is from Cloak and Swagger. I researched and faked a mental illness as a young teenager, cultivating in a self-staged stabbing at my school to escape my abusive, alcoholic father. I was, as hoped, admitted into a short-term mental ward at one of the local hospitals. That's where I emulated the behaviors of others to convince the doctors I needed to be institutionalized long-term. You know, thinking back on it, I think it saved my life. And it surely saved my father's life since <laughs> my backup plan, yeah, that wouldn't go too well for him. Overall, I gotta say, the experience was a positive one. I got a few years around some, let's say, very interesting people. And I was able to find myself once I got out from the oppression of my father. I'm glad you got out and you're doing better, OP. And your father, he is so lucky you did not kill him. This next post is from 
D-bomb. About a year ago, I was driving to work, and a family of raccoons darted across the street out of nowhere. I tried to brake, tried to swerve, but I couldn't react quickly enough, and I ended up running over one of the younger raccoons. I couldn't see how badly he was hurt, but the little guy was alive. The mother came back and helped him as he limped across the sidewalk. I circled the block to see if they were still there, but they must have scurried into hiding. I was really concerned about him, having a broken leg or, or something. I wished I could have helped him, took him to a vet somehow. I felt so terrible about it, and I was never able to tell anyone what happened. I hope you somehow pulled through, little buddy. Yeah, wow, that, that one actually made me feel sad for the, for the little guy, you know? Yeah, I think I have uh, more empathy for animals than humans sometimes. But, you know, I'm still that, that kind of asshole, that special kind of asshole who, who eats steaks and chicken, like, like most of us. I think, you know, most humans were specious, right? Like, we, we think some animals are cute and cuddly and deserve to be saved, and others are just, you know, like, you know, cats and dogs, we love them. We love raccoons, but, you know, chickens and cows, you know, they can just go fuck themselves. Pigs, they can just go fuck themselves. <laughs> we treat animals so badly, you know, the ones we consider food, and it's just, it's normal. It's normal here. Yeah, sometimes I think about it while well, eating like a nice steak. I feel kind of bad. I'm too high for this. I'm just not going to think about it. Don't think about it. This next post is from BMMJO. I got myself a butt plug for, you know, reasons. And you know what? I found it was too big for my ass. Even though my asshole is quite small. So I whittled it down with a knife so it would fit. It was quite square. Eh, one out of ten. Ungodly box in the comments is like, you know those baby toys where they gotta put those uh, those shapes in the right hole? Did you never do that? I mean, yeah, that makes sense, right? Circle asshole, circle butt plug. But you know what? I've seen some like weird, weird looking butt plugs, like fucking huge, and it's I don't know. Some people can put some weird shit in their ass. They can they can fit a lot of shit in their ass. I don't know. You know, some people are different. Maybe you want a a square butt plug. Maybe you want a rectangle one. Or a hexagon one. I think I've seen hexagon ones. Like, people are fucking... They're built different, man. This next dog... No, this next post is from Red Dog 0911 When I was in kindergarten, we had a class fish tank. Let me say that again. Because I think I sounded fucking stupid when I read that. When I was in kindergarten, we had a class fish tank. With quite a few fish in it. There was an art easel for painting next to the tank, and at the bottom, it had dried paint chips. I thought it would be fun to drop a paint chip in the tank. The entire tank clouded with paint, and I think all the fish died. They had the entire class sit down and try to get someone to fess up to it, but you know what? I never broke. Of course, you know, I had no idea that would happen to fish. It's okay, Opie. You know, fish are on the list of animals we don't really care about. I mean, we kind of do, because, like, they're kind of pets, but, you know, we eat them too, so. They can go fuck themselves along with the cows and the pigs and, you know, the chickens. This next post is from Skull Bardix. Half of everything I said is a lie. I'm addicted to lying. I don't, I don't know why I do it, but the lies, they tend to be small. 
like like a story or a situation I've been in. I've been doing this since kindergarten and I haven't stopped. My friends, they think I'm an interesting person because of all the stories I've told them, but they are all lies. The bronchial worker down in the comments says, whilst you made a valuable contribution to this thread, I hurt myself wondering if this post could be a lie as well. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking the exact same thing. You're just a lying motherfucker. We just, we just can't believe anything that you're saying, even when you're admitting to be a liar. You could be lying about being a liar. That's the kind of liar that you are. You're a liar about being a liar. <laughs> what a weird paradox that I just found myself in. That, that you're in, really. Because if you lie about being a liar, you're still a liar, right? But you're like an extra liar? Hmm. You lied about lying, but you're actually telling the truth. Because, like, they cancel each other out. Or something like that. I don't... This is, like, genuinely hurting my stupid little dinosaur brain. <laughs> this next post is from Ryan Hart 6 I once graffitied a huge piece on the cafeteria shutters at my school. And I'm now an urban legend. The CCTV, it didn't show anyone. And at that time, the guards were asleep and the patrol was on a smoke break. You know, some students say it was a ghost or a rival school making a move. Wow, it was really me who just got lucky at every turn. It turns out the computer was rebooting, so the CCTV didn't work. So the cafeteria was really isolated from any buildings. So when I got there, I, I just instantly got to work. And when I was done, I booked it, and I threw the cans three miles away from high school in different locations. When I got to school the next day, my masterpiece, it became a nightmare. My art was Mama Mary cradling baby Jesus in a dark storm. And my school is Christian, so you know what, I thought they would like it. But apparently I forgot to put a coating on that dries the paint, so what became of my art was a disfigured Mary raining down evil on a baby. The teacher and staff were really shocked. Some even looked sick. They genuinely believed it was a warning or a tell, and they painted over it the same day. It's been four years since that day, and the school, well, they stopped looking for me. And you know what? I'm just going to stop right there. There, There's so many, so many comments on this post. I think I'm just going to split it up into like three different parts, maybe four. There's actually another crazy fucking psycho one that I just want to do its own episode on because it's so interesting. And you know what? I think that's uh, that's going to be that. So, you know what? Thank you. Uh, thank you for listening and um, good night and, or, or good morning. I don't, I don't, um, I don't know when you're listening to this or if you are listening to this, if there's just like... You know, if this is just floating in the stars somewhere into the universe, and this is like millions and millions of years later into the future, and like some weird aliens are just listening to my stupid fucking voice, that's probably what's happening right now. And they're probably like, hey, yeah, nice call out. So, um, what was I saying? Good night? Goodbye? Good night? Good night? Goodbye? You know, just go fuck yourself. How about, how about that one? Go fuck yourself, aliens from the future or human future interdimensional beings or, or, or whatnot. Yeah, goodbye.